<laughs> okay, let's try this again. All right. Looks a little Take smoother. Two. Take two. <laughs> Perfect. Just like we rehearsed. Yeah. <laughs> Is that better? Much better. All right. So how have you guys been? It looks like you guys are enjoying your new digs, uh, sheltering yeah. in place at your new home. How has it been? It's been good. Very good. Very good. Now we're 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 really liking being able to be together and and just you know obviously building a home together and and being you know quarantined uh, from the world. Well, I mean we're teleworking. We go out, but yeah. you know not being able to do as much. It's at least I have somebody to pick on. <laughs> Fixing stuff that breaks. Yes, of course. You're the handyman yeah. now, right? I am. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Is he? No, no. <laughs> so, <leaving. laughs> so th- you guys have your own headquarters now. You guys have, can bring all your uh, your ghost uh, ghostly stuff into one place. And is that... Um, has that created a benefit or have you have you guys brought in some new energies or were there some uh, residual energies there that you guys have had to deal with? No, I mean, we did a, uh, we did a full uh, cleansing of the, of the house before we moved in. We, mm-hmm. That's uh, so removing the residual energy because it's an older house. So they had a few layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't know like all the people yeah. that came before. We, we, just, we wanted to start fresh with our own energy in the space. Yeah. So we we did that, but yeah, we have combined all of our dead together. So you know, yeah, we have our dead with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got my grandma. Everybody's here. Right on. And so nothing too serious, nothing too angry at you, like like what we're about to talk about. Uh, some pretty serious oh, energies yeah. that you've dealt they're, they're with. They're good. They're good. They're, uh, as long as, as long as Uncle Johnny's got his bar, he's happy. Yeah, right on. <laughs> so, yeah, I know all, all the spirits are getting along really well, yeah. and no, nobody's frightening the cats. The cats are happy, so that's good. They're uh, usually the first ones to tell you, I unless you're a, you're a medium, I right? Can tell they're schizoids, anyways. They're, I can tell they're happy. They purr and stuff. <laughs> you guys are just acting like that married couple already. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You're not the first person to tell us. <laughs> well, we did have the the pleasure of uh, hanging out with you guys in Jackson. And in yeah. fact, uh, that was such a blast. I had so much fun with you guys. Cool. It's always a good time to just be around you, but also to get involved with your work. Um, so it's always yeah. a pleasure. And I'm always honored that you let us tag along. Um, but uh, you're, this last episode of the investigation was is probably yeah. the most popular episode that you guys oh. have uh, at least for the broadcast altogether I, but I, also I for the spirit team. Uh, yeah, I saw yeah. That, yeah. It's, it, it, it was a very I mean it was a very touching and intense case. You it know, was. it was this whole combination of being so desperate to help the client and help Kristen and make sure that she felt safe and comfortable and good and and I have been talking with her um you know through messenger and stuff we've been communicating still and and seeing how things are continuing to go and and advising her uh and there was all of that and just really wanting to help her but then there was the addition of all of those miners from the Argonaut and the Kennedy and all the the history that a lot of those souls wanted help too so it it gave it some real intensity for me. Yeah. And, you know, I think that a lot of these cases that, that we've been a part of are always different there, even though there's yeah. some similarities in how they interact with, with you and your, and your, um, and your meters and, and everything that you bring along. But every case seems so different and individual to those clients yeah. that you're helping because they affect everybody so in such a, a pa- not a passionate way, but I guess an intense way that, um, yeah. I think that for Kristen in the last episode, she actually, um, she's almost like she's a different person since yeah. from the first time. That was the first time I met her. And mm-hmm. since since then, just talking to her two weeks later, it just seems like a, a world of a difference that you guys have helped her get to. Um, she, she changed her like her skin tone, everything, her just her her whole attitude dramatically changed just even after we were done with the cleansing. And it was it's something we we see in a we lot of the, a lot, yeah, yeah. And, and it's a beautiful thing to to watch that transformation but i mean we're we're just part of the healing process we're just there to help facilitate them doing the healing you know we're we're there to help them do what their soul wants to do in the first place and she wanted to learn about her abilities she wanted to 
have a home that she could, you know, be safe in with her child and her animals. Um, so, you know, she was actively willing to to get the healing that we wanted to share with her. And it seems like she's employed a lot of those tech, uh, the, of the, uh, the, the information that you've given her and all of the yeah. tools that you've given her. It seems like she's actually practicing it. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of folks do, and, and they, it tends to help. I mean, I know that I know when things are bad around my energy and my space, all I have mm-hmm. to do or Facebook, I guess my space mm-hmm. is outdated. Um, but when, when I need to cleanse my area, it, it's pretty obvious. And it's, it's something that's so simple but I think can be overlooked because it's just, it could be considered like another chore, but smudging this room, I think, I think I need to smudge this room because there's some kind of, there's something bringing me down here and I got to fix that. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's maintenance is key. I mean, we tell a lot of clients that, I mean, even the clients who are not spiritually inclined, like, like we are, you know, just a little basic maintenance is necessary. Um, didn't you make sort of a good kind of analogy? You know, you get a whole house cleaning, you know, somebody yeah. comes in and does like a, like, you know, a Stanley steamer of your house mm-hmm. and then you just never do anything again. Yeah. You, you never vacuum you don't, again. You don't have your house professionally cleaned and then think you're never <laughs> going to have to clean it again, ever again. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Great way of just, looking at it. Yeah. Just do general maintenance. I mean, obviously some people need more than others, especially the gifted, you know, you have to kind of keep on top of that. And if you have been having a little stress or anxiety, and you've been concentrating it into one space, your workspace, uh, your bedroom, wherever the, the energy has been concentrated, sometimes you just need to do a little tidying, lift it, lift the energy. So it's not that, you know, obviously we press the reset button for a lot of clients, but I mean, you're continuing to live in the space. So energy is continuing to flow. You have to keep up on it. And do you think <laughs> that uh, Kristen might be one of those that, that has um, just an empathic ability and that what kind of, what kind of path do you see her going down with those abilities? That's a good question. She's, I mean, it's, it's kind of up to her what she decides. I mean, not all sensitives decide to explore it completely. Some people are just not ever comfortable with that. Uh, but she's definitely got an empathic sensitivity and a mediumship sensitivity. So she could clearly be someone that, you know, engages the spiritual realm in a safe way, uh, maybe helps others uh, similar to, you know, either a spiritual counseling or maybe energy healing. It's kind of up to her, you know, um, obviously she has to lay the foundation. She has to do the grounding. She has to put that, you know, all those bricks in place first. And then the universe will just kind of start to present her with the direction she needs to go and then she kind of just needs to trust that and that would be the advice that i think that we would give to anybody who is who is embracing that side of themselves that that empathic or psychic side the first thing is to learn how to ground and protect yourself this this stuff is very very real and learn how to protect yourself learn how to ground and then go forward and any uh any medium or psychic um that's worth their salt will tell you that it yeah. seems like that that could be employed in almost every part of life and like at work, yeah. in, sure. in, at home, uh, in relationships. I think that uh, just having that confidence, too, and, and letting ego aside, uh, yeah. because if, if you get too uh, if you get too glamorous about it and you're, you're all about the attention, I don't think that that will attract any good for anybody, really. No, no. Yeah, you, you can't. there there is no ego that can be involved in this work. It has to be out of love, out of passion, out of a calling, out of a dedication, um, because the universe will remind you pretty quickly um, oh, yeah. where you belong and where you don't belong. So you really, you really mm-hmm. have to be dedicated to this work because um, it's not all glitz and glamor. It's hardly glitz and glamor. I mean, we encounter dark energies all the time and things all the time that remind us, you know, this is about, the healing and helping. Absolutely. Brandon, I, I think we've uh, mentioned it before, uh, maybe on one of the other uh, podcasts, that the number one rule, uh, we sort of came up with the thing, but the number one rule of, uh, of paranormal investigation. It's not to talk about paranormal, paranormal vest investigation. Oh, that would have yeah. landed if I got through it. Darn it. <laughs> the so. number one r- rule of paranormal investigation is that you never know what you're wa- walking into. Mm-hmm. It's very, very true. Uh, you know, we've we've had a, a we've, I can't remember how many cases where we've had because normally it is just familial or something light. You know, not every yeah. case is dark. Normally it is just producing people to, to grandma or grandpa or something like that. Most cases that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, we've also had a lot of cases where we're like, oh, this is going to be an easy one. This is just familial, and we walk in and it's Armageddon. 
And, and so you got to be ready for that. You've got to be ready at any time. We've had a lot of cases where we walked in just saying this is going to be a routine case. And and we're like, uh-oh. You're far from routine. You always go Whoops. in prepared. <laughs> they have six demonic portals in their house. Oh, Darn it. Gosh. And yeah, that, that was it wasn't yeah, right? it wasn't that bad that at Kristen's house, right? That that was that was a that was a, a good example. We we walked into that case that case uh, thing. It was in uh, Rancho Cordova, and and we walked into that case thinking, you know, this is an e- easy case. Well, uh, I know there was some energy. Uh, yeah, family that probably probably got a grumpy grandpa or something. We walked in. We walked in there. There's demonic activity. There's, o- there's open portals. Uh, they're messing around with the occult, and we're like, oh, oh you, you never know what you're walking into. Like, yay, surprise! You know, this, uh, um, <laughs> you know we, I, we've said it before, can't say it enough times. You know, I, I know that there's a sort of a looky-loo aspect of the paranormal, and, and people are, are people are tempted to dabble uh, in it and say, oh, let's, let's see what this is about. This stuff is very, very real, and uh, it, it's real as you or I. And it can be dangerous when when you come across the wrong type. Giggity. Giggity. <laughs> I, I knew the second those words left my mouth, I was like, damn it. Oh, we, let's keep this serious. This is this is serious. Um, okay. We got to have a little, a little laughter and levity to keep it from getting scary, too scary, I guess, right? right? Yeah. And in fact, the, the last episode seemed to really scare a lot of people. And I don't know if it was yeah. when you were confronting the negative entity in in Kristen's bedroom or if it was the spirit box or both. I mean, it, it, I'm mad. Yeah. I I was never seen that before. Um, well, here, here's the thing, like most of the time and a lot of the ride alongs you've done, there's been some heavy energies and energies I've wanted to cross over and help them move on and that kind of thing. Um, but something that I've taught a lot of my clients when there's a darker or heavier entity, especially one that is harming somebody, you have to be assertive. And now I, I had to be, dominant with my tone and that kind of thing. I, I wasn't trying to be mean. I wasn't trying to have them from a fear-based or an anger-based place, but I had to come from a very strong, assertive, not fearful energy because that entity needed to know that I wasn't going to tolerate what it was doing to Kristen. Um, and somebody had to stand up for her. And I, as the medium, the one that could hear him the loudest and feel him the strongest I had to tell him where to stick it. And so, <laughs> so I did. And, you know, and, and people, you know, some people may say, well, was that close to provoking? What, you know, what was that? I don't really consider what I did provoking. I consider it engaging it directly, being very, very assertive and direct because it was harming a living person. It was scaring her animals. It was harming her, which was causing her to have issues. And you know, she's got a child in the location after it finished with her, was it going to move on to the child? Mm-hmm. We don't know. So I, I, I had to take it very serious. And I realized that you know, people were like, you know, you like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but it, it, I feel that it was necessary. Yeah. Um, it, it reminded me of my mother who would get <laughs> mad at me for, you know, I don't know, not doing the dishes or not doing yeah. my chore, cleaning, not cleaning my room, not getting up out of bed. Like you, you, tapped into that maternal instinct that said i am boss i am the the mama bear and i'm here to protect um Mm -hmm. so i don't think that it was it was so uh scary as much as just all right you're taking control and i think that was that was a really cool moment um and and i feel like brent did you have a chance to to listen back to any of the the audio uh, of the tascam or any of the uh, playbacks and did you notice any any anomalies or or anything affected in the audio that we didn't hear in the moment there was there was one thing as, as there was uh there was a slight giggle in one of the uh, and i think we I, I think we sent that that bit to you, oh, bit okay. to you but mm-hmm. yeah i did go through all that footage actually and i didn't notice a whole lot um and a lot of stuff i always try to debunk it was like well that could have been something in the background um that, that there was a there was one point where i was uh I, I was changing the setting on the microphone and you hear this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, whoops. So, you know, and people might think that my people might think like, oh my gosh, what's that? No, I was just messing with the microphone. That was my bad. But there was, there was actually one where there's this very, and this is kind of like how you'll know, like it might be something that uh, an extra, you know, something that's on the recording that shouldn't have been there is because it'll be very subdued a lot of times. These things are operating on a, a slightly different wavelength. They're sort of crossing uh, crossing or, or meshing with our wavelength a little bit. And a lot of times it'll sound like almost, almost like a subcarrier channel. It'll sound like, 
sound like a little a little softer, like a little distant. That's what this did. And we we were um, we were at one point in the investigation, and you said something, and there was this very very soft little. I don't even know if I want to call it menacing, but there's just sort of this a weird giggle. Cause, oh, I sent that to, to a weird creepy giggle would be a good way to a good yeah, way to uh, it put it. Weird. Yeah, yeah. I'll insert it in here. I'll use my fancy editing okay. techniques Perfect. and, and put course. it put it right here. Whoosh. <laughs> there we go. So star swipe. Um. So, so yeah, we didn't know what that was. So I and there's there's a couple of other things that I I got to put together like a little yeah. uh, sample of the stuff that I heard from because I have not only my boom mic while I'm recording a session. Is that a cat? That's that a is cat. a cat. Aww. Jeffy. Come here, He's like, screw you. Come here, Taps. Oh, yeah, he'll come back. We're going to put him on camera, but oh well. <laughs> he ran away. He just wanted to come <laughs> in and meow. <laughs> is it dinner time? No, it's almost dinner. Almost dinner. Oh my gosh. He's like, feed me. So, have you... Uh, I have to put together a little uh, like mixtape, I guess, because I'm not yeah. only recording with the boom mic, and I have the other recorder just on my hip. Right. Yeah. And it, when we were in uh, Kristen's son's room, and we were all feeling what felt like just more static electricity, or or some sort oh, of yeah. a, a, like, yeah. it just almost oh, like yeah. felt like there was a tingling along mm -hmm. every, all my nerves, at least, and I think that everybody else was feeling it as well. Yeah. Uh, but there was there was a, a moment where things just almost like a, a feedback of hum that just slowly rose and stayed uh, uh, constant for the time that we were in there until we finally said, okay, it's, it's gone. Um, it's just a really cool stuff that you can really pick up on just normal, well, not normal recording equipment. These, this stuff is pretty good, yeah. but I mean, even those little handheld recorders, you can catch mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff, even if it's, uh, if you know what you're looking for. Uh, so yeah. now that, uh, now that you've uh, uh, helped out Kristen, um, how busy are you guys? Are you still trying to help people out every every chance you can, or has COVID really slowed she, you down? She does, yeah, she's doing readings, you know, <laughs> anywhere from three to five times a week, and we still have, uh, on average, uh, uh, sometimes we have a break, but on average we have two to three cases a week, and we're always very busy. We're, we're helping yeah. as many people as we can as quickly as we can. So you people out there that are having to wait a, a year for your cases, uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, please know that we are getting to you as quickly as we can. We're, we do have full-time day jobs uh, as state analysts and and we're uh, we do this on the weekends and nights and we are getting to you as soon as we possibly can yeah we're booking oh i don't even know late fall early winter of 2021 um i don't even know what to say about that it just it's it's good and it's scary <laughs> um, and then as far as phone readings um i'm able to kind of hodgepodge people in and sort of intermingle people in throughout um you know, the best I can. That's a more like early fall um, of 2021 for the phone readings. And of course, we are still leaving those gaps, those purposeful gaps for emergency cases. Kristen was one of those um, mm -hmm. because, you know, a child and animals and, and she was getting affected. Um, we had another emergency case this last weekend that we can generally talk about a little bit too. Oh, um, and, and there's a couple other people that I've just, you know, if it's a really urgent and I think it's, you know, has to happen right away. I will do everything in my power to juggle things around. But like Brent was saying, you know, we're human. We have day jobs. There is only so much we can do. And I do provide a lot of aftercare resources or or, or pre-care resources, uh, self-help documents. Um, if people just need referrals to energy workers and other light workers, I have a list of people I actually trust because as you and I both know, there's so many people out there that are and a little hinky so mm -hmm. uh i you know i want to give people the right referrals so it's people can still absolutely reach out to us anytime they need to um there's you know, no doubt that you guys go above and beyond so i i think that um i love that you guys are so on top of everything even though you're you're booked out you're still there to help um and uh, you just just great people. I just love you guys. Um, got, thank you. Thanks, Brandon. We, and we've got the hotline. If somebody just needs somebody to talk to, if we're here, we'll, Brent, we'll talk to you. Yeah, if we're here, we'll answer it. Call, call the hotline. We got it. We got to follow up on that story you told us about um, from a listener that called you. Was it from Ohio? Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, we, we gotta yeah. we gotta talk about that. Uh, yeah, if you want the longer version of that story, I can tell it. Yeah, we. I, we'll, just, I wish that he would call back, and I know now we have a different number, but I wish that he yeah. would reach out somehow and. Well, it's let, on our website. Yeah, I, I wish that he would just let us know for sure how things are going because what he called from 
was not a number we could call back. I think it was like a payphone or something at a restaurant or yeah, a no, gas he, station. He was, I, so. uh, from what I got from him, he was a rad listener that moved out there. So he had been more in, in this uh, this neck of the woods. And then, of course, listens on the app out, out there. And uh, it, what it was was um, he was uh, he was breaking up with his uh, his wife, I believe it was, and the wife's sister was a black witch. Mm. Oh, by black witch, I mean that she did black magic. <clears throat> so and so, apparently, he thought that this lady had put something on her, you know, or put something on him. I mean, and he he felt like an entity. Uh, Following him around, he fled his house. Uh, they locked his house up and fled, fled his house at night. Uh, bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, fled his house at night. It was uh, it was four thirty in the morning there. I think at uh, two thirty in the morning here, and uh, I did five thirty there actually. <laughs> and uh, he's he's he stopped at a uh, at an all night convenience store and uh, you know looked up our information on his phone and called us from a from a phone booth called us from a convenience store and yeah. said the thing's in my car with me it's following oh, me it's it, it's yeah, in my it, it's in my car with me and it's trying to make me crash my car i don't know what to do and i talked to him for a while because when i hear something like that you know the first thing i'm thinking okay is this guy drinking and driving are there drugs on board i've got there's a few things that i kind of have to weed out first and so i talked to him for a little while and i kind of came to the conclusion that he was pretty lucid he was he was pretty clear-headed he wasn't slurring his speech or anything like that and he made sense he was making sense and and uh, really that's the cat and uh and he's uh he was making sense and he, he seemed pretty clear-headed he was just very very scared and, and uh i said well you know i could stay on the phone with you for a while i said but i think the best thing for you to do is, is uh, go to a church and park your car as close to the front doors of that church as you can. Doesn't matter the denomination, uh, just uh, just any church and, uh, and 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 park there and go. You know, just stay stay in your car and stay as close to the front doors as you can. And when they open in the morning, tell the pastor everything that you've told me or the preacher everything that you've told me. If the police hassle you, have them give me a call. I will tell them that I told you to go there and it'll be my fault. So, um, and then, and there's a couple days later, and uh, the number came in from that same, uh, you know, a call came in from that same number. And there was sort of this like, and then he hung up. Mm. So I don't know. What did you? What was your? What was your vibe from that call? What did you I, pick up from that? I was hoping that it just he's okay and he was nervous or just didn't want to talk. Or I don't embarrassed know. Embarrassed about you like, know. I feel like I feel like if he needed help, he would have asked for help. But I don't really know. You know, it, it could have. He also could have thought it could have gotten worse, and he could have thought that he would sound crazy and didn't want to sound crazy. Because that was one of his. That was one of the things. It's one of the things that I kind of listen for when I talk to people. You know. It was, it was, the the uh, the sane ones usually usually say, "Well, I know this is going to sound crazy. I know how this sounds, yeah. but you know." And when they don't say that, I'm like, mm. <laughs> but, "But every case is different. Every yeah. every case is unique, and every case is, is different." But, and, that, and that was kind of a, an astute observation of yeah. you earlier, Brandon. Is that every case really is very unique and very Absolutely. different? There's no yeah. there's no cookie cutter nope, way to this. resolve stuff for any of these clients, and that's why we tailor our approach to each and every single client that we that we have you know it's they they all need a little something different they all require a little different attention which is why our cleansing documents are something you can tailor um some people you know to ground or to meditate the way they're going to ground or meditate is going to be different and we allow people to have that kind of not one size fits all approach. You know, um, we, we are an eclectic group with different faiths. We, um, we utilize different, you know, backgrounds in our own cleansing stuff. And also some of the people that we have consult for our team, because it's not all cookie cutter and it never will be. Four different people in our group, four different faiths. Mm -hmm. And that makes it even more exciting every time you go out, right? Yeah. Oh, all right. Oh, let's say hi to the kitty. This is my Imhotep. Aww. And there's his little fancy, you know, sparkly collar. That's awesome. He does not look like Elton John. Don't even I didn't even that. say it. You were thinking it, I could hear it. <laughs> you guys, you guys are funny. Isn't he a beautiful cat? 
How old is Imhotep? Um, he is a year, just a little over a year old. A very feisty one-year-old. Yeah. And there he goes. He's like, I'm done with you now, Mom. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't broken too much stuff yet. That's good. Just wait. They get older, they get yeah. more rambunctious. Oh, he's got a lot of attitude, and he's about twenty pounds. Yeah. Wow. Oh my so gosh. I don't know what. I don't know what I do. I grow big cats. <laughs> You've got a uh, furry thumb, right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> So are you, uh, so I, so let's get to this case that you guys did recently. And I know that you wow. have to be a little bit, um, you gotta be on the hush hush on it because it's a, kind of a big deal, right? You're, you're, yeah. you're, co- you're, um, you're collaborating with some, some pretty high people on the, on the high ups of the entertainment industry, yeah. even we were, higher than radio. Yeah. We, we were contacted by a popular television show and we'll leave it at that, mm-hmm. um, to do some aftercare on one of their cases, uh, i.e. they, they needed the problem fixed. Yeah, so we we are not going to yeah. be on the program. That the, the whole program did their part, did their deal, but we were um, specifically requested as the aftercare resource for that client because it is it does fall close to our geographical area. It was like twenty minutes outside of our typical service area, but obviously when somebody you know calls that we trust and they really need our help and they're, you know, and they say, Hey, this is for this particular program. And, you know, we, we just, we need this resource. We said, all right, well, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll bend. Um, and they were getting hurt and, and a lot of bad things were happening to them. And it was very aggressive. It was touching the the wife of the house inappropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was becoming, it was becoming very detrimental to them. So they needed help right away. So we, we made a, um, an executive decision to come in there and basically give, give, give them a little bit of help and a little bit of love. And I yeah. actually want to give a shout out to um, one of the people that did, we brought in as we actually a, brought a, in help on this one. Yeah. We brought in a consultant because that was specifically also requested. Yeah. And we do have, again, a collective of people that we trust in the community that we're willing to collaborate with and work with. Um, and we worked with Michael Gorman of the Sacramento Grove of the Oak, Inc. Uh, he is a druid and a very wow. nice gentleman. He's written a book. Um, he's really just a, he's a smart guy. He's been a druid for, you know, this is his lifelong, you know, kind of journey. Uh, and that was one of the, one of the entities was kind of a fe- fearful of intimidated, being, yeah, by, that, intimidated yeah. by anything pagan, witches, warlocks, druids, anything in that sort of scope. And so they specifically needed that type of energy to um, help push that energy out of the space, right? And obviously, you know, I can get I can get my attitude on and do all of that, but we needed that extra layer. So we went in there collectively and um and it we, had to be it had yeah. to be a male druid because this yeah. this entity, much like the uh the Kennedy mine entity, um, this entity did not think much of women. So um, yeah. in, in this case, one of the things that was requested was a was a male pagan person, some uh, somebody that, that the entity would be like, oh, well, I guess I got to listen to you, kind of thing. So, um, oh, uh, oh, sorry, that that sounded like I just <laughs> hocked a loogie on your speaker. Um, do you uh, so do you often get called in to? I guess be the fixers. Cause I don't want to say that you guys are cleaning up their mess because that's not, that's not what's going on here. You guys well, are just no, adding that, that extra support, right? Going, yeah. That was not what was going on at all. This uh, particular um, instance, I mean, with the way, especially with production and filming goes, um, they do call on local help to do aftercare. That is the recipe for it because they can't stay for the excess time to do all the things. I mean, they have to go around and they have to keep filming. I mean, that's, that is what it is. So, um, we, well, well, one, one media outlet did call us the plumbers of the supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we, we'll, we'll go in and help it. No, it, they didn't mess anything up, but they identified the various issues that were occurring and what, exactly. and what it would take as like, they created the recipe of how to fix the issue. And then we were asked to be um, the facilitators of that healing and that fixing. And so we, we went in there and rolled up our sleeves and there were several entities that needed just help crossing. They were lost and they were being trapped by this one dark, really creepy entity. Um, and so I counted seven. Yeah. I think that that's seven, seven that needed to be crossed over. Yeah. yeah. There, there was a, a plethora of souls that were being held hostage by this darker entity 
And so we just, we needed to get in there and, and help resolve it and also educate the, um, the clients. And so through the techniques that we know, and also that our friend Michael, um, he knows with his practice, he was able to, um, but, you know, both of us get in there and educate the clients on how to maintain energy because they're both sensitive. The husband, he can see dead people. He, that man's a medium. Um, he could full on see them. And the wife, I would say she's probably a physical medium as well. And she's also an empath. And so she's absorbing all the energy and feeling all of it. And we've since been in contact with the couple and um, it just, they're, they're doing so much better. They actually yeah. slept a full night. Um, the husband isn't feeling aggressive or angry anymore. Um, the wife is feeling so much lighter and brighter and better. Um, the wife's had her old husband is back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we got the, the messages from them. And it's just that profound change. I mean, it, it was humbling to be called in and be trusted by, you know, some of the people in the industry. And they said, hey, you know, here's here's a case. Help if you can do what you can. And to be that resource for them, not just going in and blessing the house, but still being their, their resource to talk to and get advice from. Huge honor. Yeah, it was a huge, yeah. huge honor for us. And we also referred them um, to Sierra. So, nice. Yeah, big, big shout out to, to Sierra Padva. Um, part of the, that's part of their upkeep. Yeah, yeah. That, that is part of their, of their energy work yeah. and their energy clearing. Um, but it was a really dire case and a really difficult case. And that um, energy and that entity became, um, extremely, extremely aggressive with us. It did. And, yeah. and, and, you know, we, we said, you know, time again, this is the, you know, this kind of work is real. This kind of work is dangerous. And maybe from the skeptics, we'll get, uh, we'll get a little bit of pushback on that. You know, like this is the paranormal. What's going to really happen? What do you mean dangerous? Yeah. Um, Melissa was scratched three times. She was pushed. Uh, it tried to push me down the stairs. I got kicked in the knee. Um, it we, growled at us several it, times. We, we got growled at several times. We're still going through the footage to see if the mics uh, caught any of uh, This thing was aggress- aggressive, and it was on the defense, and it was fighting back. And it fought back every every step of the way, and it inflicted uh, physical uh, you know physical damage. And it, it was ready to do it was ready to do serious harm. It tried to push me down the, the stairs from the attic. That is insane. I've never, yeah. I, 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 I've never heard you guys talk like this before. Is this the most no, intense it's, 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 case you've you've been on? This yeah. one, this one is the it's one that one, yeah. the one I got the most profoundly physically affected. I mean, well, I I get affected every time. It takes a lot of energy from me. Um, but I I don't think I've been scratched. I, I think I, I've noticed little mini scratches, and I wasn't sure. But these were big scratches I, I sent you the photos yeah in places that i couldn't get to broke one, the top surface, the surface yeah. of the skin in a place where you couldn't reach yeah and one of which was right near my angel tattoo that i have and i got no fingernails see yeah <laughs> so you know it and well and the thing was is that it we were there the whole time we were there with the clients for about eight hours we spent all day with them yeah, yeah. and then right when we got home i was like i'm really sore you know because it's a it was a long car ride home and it was kind of near the fresno area so it was a long drive home and i take off my my shirt and everything and i'm getting ready to get <laughs> yeah i know it's a lot of fun right <laughs> and i'm getting ready for bed and, and brent says what the hell is that right and so he gets the light on my back and he's like wait a minute there's this and he goes, wait, there's one on your shoulders, one on your lower back. And I said, yeah, it burns really bad. And what was really interesting is during the course of the case, I felt like a digging and twisting in my back. And I knew that it was trying to attack me. I, that part I knew, but I didn't realize it was actually leaving physical marks. Um, and you can go ahead and use those photos if you want to yeah. use them. I There's nothing you know embarrassing. It's nothing just, risque or anything. Yeah, there's nothing no. risque about them. So you know, there, there's a point in the uh, we took some footage for our own, uh, uh, you know, just for our own documentation, and that, that footage is not something that we can release until after the TV show does their bit. So we're going to be holding on to that. Yeah, there, uh, th- that is not airing till February. Uh, yeah, so it'll so it'll be sometime after after the show airs. Then we will definitely uh, we will definitely release our footage on our YouTube channel 
one of the things I don't even know if I mentioned to you, I was filming you and you'll see in the camera on our, uh, on our footage, I whip around 180 degrees fast and look at the living room because something grabbed me. Oh, I, and, I didn't realize that had happened. And, and I thought Mike, I thought Mike was behind me, like I was about to step off a step or something. Yeah. I, I thought Mike was trying to pull me backwards, and I whipped around and I whipped around the camera. There was nothing there. Wow. Now this this yeah. thing this thing was on on the defense. It, it it saw us as a direct attack, and it tried to defend its territory, That's and it insane. and it tried to do it viciously, and it tried to harm us. Yeah, and, and this is not the first case we've had physical yeah. harm. But it's been a while. Um, I, I have a picture um, in my computer of a case where there was an aggressive entity and Brent got a huge, huge bruise oh, yeah, I remember uh, on, that on his arm. It was like, you know, that long. You got a picture of this big old handprint on my arm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and did you so feel it happen at the time? You felt something grab you. I did. I, yeah. I did. In fact, I think it's on, it's on the tape. That was a crazy case too. That was, uh, that that was. I, I, I didn't realize that there was going to be a bruise or anything but I think I said something on the on the tape at that time I said uh, I said don't you come up behind me that's not going to end well for you and then, <laughs> you know? and then he's like wait a minute no, I'm a bruise. <laughs> right. oh, uh -oh. <laughs> yeah so it, it was uh it, it's one of those things that yeah people don't they don't understand well like oh I want to go investigate with you and let's do this and do that and blah 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 and, you know a lot of the little simple cases, the little scouting missions, we love to have, fun, we sure. love to have guest investigators and that kind of stuff. And people that are a little more seasoned, we, you know, we collaborate with, like we did just recently. Um, we bring you guys because you guys, you know, have some experience and you're good at grounding and yeah. all of that. Gotta be good but, at but honestly, this kind of stuff where I'm very well protected, I am very in control of my energy and I, you know, I've got all the bells and whistles going on and this thing still try to get some pot shots off at me. Yeah, it didn't really affect me more than a little tiny, you know, set of scratches that eventually heals. But that's a real thing. And anybody of weak energy or that's not totally balanced or grounded, what is it going to do to them? It's not just going to scratch them. It could jump them. It could cause an oppression or possession. That is why we don't have every, you know, Tom, Dick and Harry coming on a, a freaking case. It just, it's not safe, it's not responsible, and it's not ethical. Um, I was, there, I was there to catch you in case it tried to push you down the, the stairs, which it did, but you were braced. And I was the same thing. I was just uh, double braced and just like mm -hmm. like hanging onto the timbers. And we were super careful coming down this thing because I was right as I was at the top of the stairs. I had this hand right on my back and tried mm -hmm. to push me forward. I was like, no, we're not doing that. So I know that the footage isn't going to be available for uh, some time until it airs on the on the, yeah. on the television program. Uh, but if there, if I just so happen to, I don't know, be at the Ghost Whisperer's house, and I don't know if the tape just kind of ended up being turned on somehow, maybe you could get a preview. Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe yeah, yeah. if I flash I'm sure my view, you, you could watch it. Yes, <laughs> but we but we can't we can't yeah there we can't publicize it. There are such things as private screening. Yes, yes. <laughs> excellent. Um, so does this kind of stuff? Do these these uh, cases that 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 actually uh, cause you physical harm? Do you does that ever? make you go oh i should probably cut back on this or I, i'm not going to go out next weekend do you do you take yeah, some extra no. time yeah, off we, or you just get back in there we formed this group to to help anybody who needs help and to, and to, you know forward understanding of the paranormal so that people understand that the paranormal is a real thing but we we've said many times you know all four of us in this group uh, grew up in haunted houses and the the founding principle behind spirit was was to to provide a resource for the, the, to provide real paranormal help and paranormal normal and spiritual resolution for people who thought there could be no help for, help or hope for them. That's why this group was founded. So um, so anytime uh, you know anytime we have a serious case with a with a heavy uh, with a heavy duty spirit that needs uh, that needs an attitude adjustment, bring it on. That's what we do. Yeah, I I, I agree. I I second yeah. that. No, it won't it won't stop us because that I mean that is the the point of the heavier, ruder, meaner, darker energies is they, they don't want this kind of help being out there. Right. So no, it actually drives it home even more why we have to do this. Absolutely. Who else is going to, you know, who else is going to do that? Like it's, you go, you go into the darkness because you are the voice for sometimes the voiceless. Yeah, exactly. Your, your cleansing kit weighs 35 pounds and contains blessed materials from all over the world. Mm -hmm. we do, we've done thousands of hours 
of, uh, of research and, and uh, learned our craft before we ever put on a t-shirt or ever went into somebody's house. Absolutely. Yeah. Your work is admirable and I'm so blessed to call you guys friends and I cannot wait until we get to see each other again, but also I can't wait to go on another investigation. So absolutely. Yeah, no, we'd we'll, love to have you. Yeah. Well, we'll probably drag you out on something else. I'm oh, sure. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have another one that, that suits you and, Excellent. <laughs> and that fits everyone's schedule, of course, you know, and, and clearly with these uh, times that we're in, we are very limited on our ability to you know, how we can't even have our full team on no, most, the most, most, most cases. Really, yeah, yeah. And so that we can maintain that six, uh, the six, six feet. foot distance. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're doing everything. We can't either, if we can't wear the mask, we're doing the six feet or uh, we're limiting. And or both. Yeah. yeah, and or both. And we're limiting our number of people on, on the case. So, you know, we're, we're trying to do our part, but we, we have to worry about physical health and spiritual health. Now it's, you know, a lot of extra things, but, but it's an honor to do the work and it's an honor to, to work with you too, you know. You makes, guys, you guys are becoming, you guys are becoming a real valuable resource for us. As you guys, you're learning the ground and mm-hmm. you're learning how to combat the stuff too. And you guys, you guys are excellent help for us. We appreciate it. You're wonderful satellite members. Uh, <laughs> that's great because I've actually been going through some pretty profound stuff individually. Um, I'm yeah. pretty sure my Kundalini activated the other day. It was oh, pretty overwhelming. Um, but it's been. We're gonna have to talk about that. Uh, I know. Yeah, that's there, a whole other conversation. That's another show. What, absolutely. Uh, what? Well, what? What part of your body did you feel the sensation? It was my lower back all the way up my spine, and oh, it yeah. was it was. Exciting. I haven't have to like put all my thoughts down on paper because it it just happened so mm-hmm. rapidly out of nowhere, and it, and it and it was almost mm-hmm. like a panic attack. Um, yeah. And I wonder if like I've been feeling like these panic attacks. But it's been really that. It's been really my my Kundalini, which mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, I I don't know enough about, and I don't I haven't really yeah. been practicing. You be with it. <laughs> I know, and that, and you know, Brent warned Brent warned me. By the way, it, last week was our two year friends anniversary, yeah, a first that. ever meeting um, since you guys came out to my house and uh, did did an investigation there. So yeah. uh, two years, oh, woo, we did it! Happy anniversary! Yeah, um, but I think it was that meeting when Brent said that he felt, I don't know what compelled you to say something, but it's like you were, that I was working in Kundalini energy yeah, and, I, I, and you, just, you told me to be careful with sense. it. Yeah. yeah. I remember, I remember that. I was like, wait a minute. Are you messing around with Kundalini? <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. And it was, uh, it was just a instinct. It was just, there was just that intuition of like, I had, I had the idea that that was happening with you. And so ever since I've been really, um, I guess I haven't been skeptical, but I've been careful as you yeah. as you instructed yeah, because I didn't want to I didn't want to do anything to harm my my spiritual path. And I just kind of I I said today on the radio that that I, I like to just ride the current, and and I've been really yeah, trying yeah. to employ that in all aspects, including my spiritual journey. Um, but it, so it's coming out of nowhere, and I think it was just after we had had the investigation with with you guys, and so I wonder yeah. by being in that area where there was so much activity that it might have uh, maybe triggered something or pushed something forward a little bit more. Um, yeah. In their experience, do you think that locations can have an impact on people's energy? Like th- in that in that case? 100%, yep, absolutely. So you can um, walk away from, from somewhere um, right. like, like the uh, mystery house, for example. Um, <laughs> and, and if there is something there, you could walk away with, with uh, like some kind of uh, one of your powers unlocked, right? Yeah, and there are there are just regions that have that kind of energy. There, there are thought to be, and this gets into sort of a whole other conversation. But there are thought to be seven major energy centers on the Earth, where they these are giant vortexes. I don't know if vortex is the right word, but a giant inner giant areas of very high spiritual energy. Um, and, and, uh, people go there and have lots of, uh, spiritual experiences. The one closest to us is, is the Grand Canyon Four Corners area. That entire, that entire area, the Four Corners, Grand Canyon, uh, Bryce Zion, that, that entire, the, these are the, that's how big these energy clouds, if you want to think of them that way, are. They, that they, they encompass a, an area that large. And there's seven of those on the planet. One of them is the Grand Canyon area and, and, uh, 
very, very common for people to report spiritual experiences, spiritual awakenings in that uh, in that particular area. Um, you know, if, if, if you want to have a spiritual experience, go to the Grand Canyon. Right if nothing else, the darn thing is humbling. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. What What were you What were you doing um, as you were having that back tingling and all like? Was there anything going on th- that day or the couple days before? Um, anything? Nothing of significance. And when it happened, excuse me, when it happened, it's, uh, I was in bed and it, so nothing exciting was happening there, unfortunately, no. but it I was, was that, could, that could be a thing, <laughs> but I was just laying there and it was, it was almost okay. like I, I couldn't, I haven't really been sleeping that well. So I, I, you know, I don't know if it was my mind tries to rationalize it to, okay, it's just anxiety or restlessness or, you know, I'm just not, I'm not taking the time to turn, to, turn my body off and it just turned into this building up sensation of tingling and it almost like just kind of made me rigid and I just kind of just pulsated there for a little bit and I don't know if I was like visibly doing this pulsing motion or if it was just what I was experiencing internally um you know Haley was there but I couldn't she she was asleep or so it wasn't like I could say, how am I looking right now? Am I, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> am I doing my Kundalini right? I don't know. Um, but it was, so I don't know, maybe, maybe it's something to uh, explore in another episode. Yeah, th- This type of energy does spontaneously activate in people. Most people have to do exercises to try to, to try to work with the energy with uh, you know, somebody like Sierra um, helping them with that. So that's how most people kind of work with this energy and certain individuals, it just decides to do its own thing and it, it and it decides to uh activate all on its own and that may be what's happening to you you're a very spiritual person brandon and it wouldn't surprise me that much yeah so, some people it, it is very spontaneous or they're yeah. born that way um and some people have to work on it for for a long period of time so it, it just kind of depends yeah. and the people that try to fast track it are the ones that usually end up um mentally unstable yeah, look, fractured you, you, or you read you read my mind yeah. definitely there and the, the, and i'm going to preface what i'm about to say here is that it is okay for some people if they're ready for it then it's fine but the but there's something out there called stargate classes and those uh, and and those stargate classes are for people who are, know what this energy is are used to working with it they uh, they're very advanced with it and they, and they want to they want to go for broke and that's that's fine if that's if that's what they want to use those courses for. Those Stargate classes are not for the uninitiated. They are not for the people who who want an introduction to this energy. If you're not familiar with what this type of energy is, uh, please, people, do not go to these Stargate classes um, thinking that you're going to have an overnight experience because it's it's serious business. We've talked to people who have destroyed their lives uh, trying to trying to. To try and go to those Stargate classes. Yeah, there, do it, so. Doing it fast yeah. is not always the, the solution. The fast track's not always a good idea. Like I said, if you if you're ready for it, you typically know you're ready for it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're a beginner, you know it's you know it's sort of like a it's sort of like trying to use the aviation example because I'm an aviation mm-hmm. person. It's sort of like learning to uh, to try to fly a Cessna. 152, you know, I mean, you're just learning the basics, uh, and and then let's just hop into the space shuttle and and and, and yeah. do that as our as lesson number two. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, doing stuff with with Sierra, doing it nice and Perfectly slow. Stop it! Doing doing stuff with Sierra, nice and slow and steady and and thoughtfully. Mm mindfully and in a very methodical way that is the healthy way to explore any type of energy working whether it's kundalini or whatever it is whatever you're trying to do if you want to be a reiki master all that kind of stuff it's not you wake up one day and suddenly you are that it it is a a process and and i think over the last couple of years you know talking about uh, you know our our friend diversary and everything You've been working with Sierra for a little while before that. Then you were, you know, doing stuff with us. You've been doing this beautiful, careful blooming of your yes, soul you and, and your energy. Yeah. And it's, to me, it's a phenomenal progression. So when you're saying, hey, some stuff is starting to tingle. Well, yeah. I mean. You've been working on it for a long time. Yeah. That, yeah that's kind of exactly. where you're at. That's you're, how it works. You're, you're watering the garden and it's, it's blooming. That's really cool. <laughs> I just never, you know, I, 
it, you just don't know what to expect. And I think that for people that want to force spiritual enlightenment or whatever yeah. to to reach that next level because it's the cool thing to do to post on Instagram, <laughs> you know, I, I don't. Obviously, they're not going to get the same thing out of it. But no. I got to say that when ever since this Kundalini thing happened for me, excuse me. I don't know. I got a tickle in my throat. Yeah. Ever, maybe the energy's moving faster uh, than you think. Maybe it is. Maybe it's trying to <laughs> shut me up. So I don't so I don't uh, I don't know. Give away its secrets. I don't know. Um, but it, I've been seriously humbled since this happened. And it, it's just been over the last week. And. I think, Melissa, I was messaging you on last Friday where I was like, I need to get something off my back. There's something yeah. on me. And I don't you were, know. You were having some trouble. Yeah. And, I, and maybe it was just because I wasn't ready for it and I was just kind of scared or because it just felt like something clicked and then it, it just started to smooth itself out. So fortunately, I didn't need to um, have you bust out the big med kit. Um, but yeah, I. What what I did um, in in lieu of that is I just gave a little gentle, polite distance Reiki your direction, just in case you needed anything. I think that and helped. So yeah. you know, it you seem to be fine, which is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's 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 been a wild ride, but I I gotta yeah. say I'm I'm enjoying every minute of it, and I'm so glad to have you guys along for it, and I'm, oh. I'm excited to to. To, to see this footage so hopefully i can uh, hang out with you guys soon because this yeah. last case sounds so fascinating it, it was it was a doozy i i gotta tell you i mean it just there there was different things at every turn yeah and and the fact that i got scratched like that it it definitely gave me pause it's uh, you, you know it's unusual to have that kind of energy that can actually fit affect the physical on that level so i will say that that type of thing is exceedingly unusual it's it's not the norm at all. Um, we've, we've only really had had it where it could where it could kick and push handful of times, and over 430 cases, less than 10 of them have been like that. Well, I'm glad you guys are okay and uh, you're you're uh, alive and well. And uh, we do. We're, yeah, <laughs> we're professionals. We Absolutely. know what we're doing. Right. <laughs> no, I I come prepared. I have you know big chunks of black tourmaline and. All my other stuff. No, I, I had all of the different preparations, but most of all, I grounded and centered before we even went to the case because I knew that it was a dark case. So I definitely put my my shields up. We, we kind of go into these cases knowing what the outcome is going to be. And what I mean by that is that we know that we're going to stay there. And we're gonna and we're gonna work with it, and we're gonna fight until we win. And and if that's a twelve-hour case, then it's a twelve-hour case. We're not leaving until until the job's done. A twelve-hour uh, case. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys uh, so our, much. Our record, is, our record is seven and a half, I think. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we technically we didn't leave till eight o'clock. Wow. Did we break? Did we break our our record on in Fresno? I think we did. Eight hours. Yeah, wow. okay. I think we did. Yeah, right. yeah. That was an eight, <laughs> eight hours. Right. Yeah. There, eight hours. You guys are beasts. Yeah, awesome. we were tired when we got home. Let yeah, we were very tired. Well, it's great to see your faces. It's great to hear your voices, and I can't wait to see you again in person. Thank you so Absolutely. much for taking the time and uh, recapping all this and giving us a, so much more juicy uh, meat here, uh, spiritual meat. Is that such a thing? <laughs> All mutual on this side, bro. Can't wait to see you too. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your night. You too. Take it easy, Brandon. Thanks. Bye. 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 The Brad. The Brad Broadcast. The Brad Broadcast.